0: You're listening to Locally Produced Programming, created in KUNV Studios on Public Radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to Special Programming, sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the executive director of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. We are an organization that brings businesses and nonprofit organizations together to create synergistic relationships that benefit the community. Uh, And we have a host of platforms, events, and processes that we use to uh, help people be more effective in their practice of cause marketing principles. If you'd like to learn more uh, about what the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce does, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. That is our website. And of course, I'm back with Maria Perez, the Cause Marketing Consultant. She is my co-hostess. How are you, Maria?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing today, Guy?
0: I am doing wonderful today. And there was something that I was thinking about a a topic that you are intimately educated in, and I felt it's really important for our listeners to learn more about this whole sponsorship aspect in the cause marketing world. Uh, We've had other guests that we've come on. They are cause marketers, and they do a lot of their cause marketing via just directly sponsoring organizations, nonprofits, and and you being an expert in that area, I, I feel like you've got a lot of great information that you could share with the audience about sponsorship in the cause marketing world. You ready to go?
1: I'm ready to go. So I talk about this a lot, and it's one of my favorite subjects, because I feel badly for nonprofits uh, that they, unfortunately, are leaving money on the table because they don't understand uh, the difference among three different buckets of fundraising opportunity. Uh, one bucket I call philanthropy or patronage, right? And that's, you know, patron of the arts back in the you know, in the 1800s, I, I love this artist. I'm going to be a patron of the arts and give them money and they're going to paint something wonderful for me or create a piece of music or, uh, or, or there's a cause uh, issue. I, I had a, you know, a, Someone in my family that had breast cancer, so therefore I want to give money and I want to be philanthropic. So when that happens, that's what I call philanthropy or patronage, and the nonprofit says thank you. Then there's corporate partnering. and Corporate partnering is I'm having a run or a walk, and I need 15,000 bottles of water. It's a it's a transaction. It's a line item in a, in a budget for an event perhaps that a nonprofit is doing, and somebody doesn't give you one bottle because that's not going to help you. You're still going to have to go buy the rest. But they give you this this in-kind item that you need, and you say thank you. But sponsorship is something different. Sponsorship, you must deliver on audience and value. Otherwise, why does the company want to support you? They can support you other ways, philanthropically, being a patron, being a partner. But that's not the expectation with sponsorship. So nonprofits... You know, they're here to grow and to raise money and to not take advantage of sponsorship is a travesty because if a nonprofit does have audiences, not the audiences they serve, the audiences they reach, they should monetize that. That is money that can come in and and then they can help more people. So I spend a lot of time uh, as a coach, as a cause coach, working with nonprofits and businesses alike to get them to understand the difference and how valuable those audiences they reach could be for their organization.
0: And how do you get people to understand the differences, uh, Maria? Obviously, I guess most of us have a a basic understanding of what sponsorship represents. So, for instance, the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce is the sponsor of the Business of Giving radio show. And as the sponsor of the show, we're the hosts. Uh, We're putting it on to bring more exposure to the principles of cause marketing, as I had mentioned earlier, as well as more recognition uh, to the Chamber of Commerce. But it's not as clear cut as that. And I guess that that's the part of your educational process that I really would want you to dig deeper into to to give people a better understanding of what these partnerships, sponsorships really represent.
1: Well, I go back to this idea of audience. If you're going to have impact and nobody hears or sees you, nothing happens, right? The needle doesn't move. So if, if, I'm, if I'm best friend to Animal Society and I have a publication or a website where hundreds and thousands of people come a month, I can leverage that to benefit my mission and fulfill my mission more effectively But so many nonprofits have these assets, and they don't know what to do with them, or they don't realize they have value, and they confuse those whom they serve with those whom they might reach, right? So in the case of this show, you know, we are grateful that we reach a lot of people every week. That's super powerful. So that's why we can you know, tout and spread the message of cause marketing because we have an audience. We have people, we have these wonderful listeners out there that care about the content. Uh, and so, you know, we're able, we're able to reach them. So that's, again, sponsorship is not advertising because advertising is a billboard on the side of the road or, or, you know, an advertisement in a magazine or, or a commercial and it, um, you know, it, I can buy that. Anybody can buy that but when you add the value proposition that's when that's when the nonprofit and the and the business can both benefit
0: one of the things that you talk about quite a bit on the show Maria is the new paradigm in the cause marketing world and that is that it is important for both sides to feel that they they truly benefit and that's the result aspect Um, And so a second ago, you had talked about nonprofit organizations having something great that they want to give to the community. It's always like that. I mean, I've met hundreds of people who run nonprofit organizations, and that's a commonality. But to be able to attract someone who'd be willing to sponsor the endeavors of the nonprofit organization requires you to provide Measurable value, and I again, I think that that's a unique aspect of this show is that you talk about that a lot, and and could you elaborate more on that yeah, value let me, let, proposition? Let me,
1: a, let me give a really good example. So this town has lots of conventions and conferences and associations uh, that that come here, right? And um, I remember the Western Veterinary Conference. It's called something different now, but they attended the The conference at the Mandalay Bay, and I remember seeing a sponsor, Bayer Animal Health, have a com- have a concert just to get two hundred veterinarians in the room, and they spent hundreds and thousands of dollars, brought in a talent. So you know, if a nonprofit can do that in some capacity, you know, get get two hundred lawyers in a room, or you know, some special audience that a brand or business is trying to attract or add value uh, to initiate trial with a, with an on-site activation maybe they have a viewing party and people buy beer and pizza you know it it's a it's a two-way street right it's not your origin story that makes the makes the sponsorship happen that's not what does it it's not i do great work you should give me money that's the big mistake it's how do we partner for a win-win so that the nonprofit can, you know, create awareness, raise funds and the, and the supporter can reach an audience they want to reach. It's as simple as that. It is not rocket science.
0: And on the for-profit side, Maria, if uh, a company is looking for a good nonprofit that they want to support where the value is truly uh, being created, where you're they're going to really get involved in a win-win situation, what are some of the things that you suggest for that business in that type of a partnership, becoming a sponsor well, it, for a nonprofit?
1: I mean, it depends what the objective, again, on the on the business side. Do they want to be philanthropic? Do they want to be a patron? You know, do they have a family member that with that disease state? And so they just want to give money because they they want to. Uh, or, or maybe they don't have the means to do so so they can give products. But if they want to initiate trial, if they want to drive business, and there is a way to succeed in partnership in doing that, that's true cause marketing. And then, you know, there's the earned media value and the bragging rights, which is what commonly referred to as the halo effect but that's not a negative that's walking the walk and talking the talk we did this our you know our employees volunteered because they wanted to because they want to give back so again it's really a 365 paradigm that you you can create and it doesn't matter which bucket you choose everybody wins but i i try to get people nonprofits in particular to understand that if they have something of value not to leave money on the table because what they're doing is they're not able to further their mission without funding. And this is a really good strategy to accomplish that.
0: The abundance uh, mindset in the nonprofit world is a big emphasis of us over at the uh, Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. And I know for you as well, Maria, it's really getting, as you had mentioned, there, there's money out there for nonprofits that are providing value. Um, Not only in the services that they provide but also in the mindset and the way that they approach uh, developing their business and um, that the thinking – really an alteration in the thinking of a lot of people that get into the nonprofit world is, hey, create a great partnership with a successful business. Uh, Now there's abundance on both sides. Uh, You you both can feel really proud. We talk a lot about the win-win situation uh, on this podcast as well. Everyone feels good. The nonprofit feels fulfilled in being able to provide the service. They've got the sponsor that also feels profi- f- fulfilled because they believe in what the non-profit's all about and there's also the financial abundance that comes with that type of synergy
1: well you know sponsorship uh, there's a slide that I use in when I when I'm coaching folks whether they're nonprofits or for-profit businesses and sponsorship people sponsor businesses sponsor I mean if, if you cut it down to brass tacks for lead generation thought leadership uh, awareness, you know, there are business reasons on both sides of the, of, of the part, the both, both, for both parties, um, that are, are super important. And so, you know, it's just a matter of creating activations that fulfill those business promises. And then you, there's no downside.
0: We appreciate you for tuning into the Business of Giving podcast, sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. And I am here speaking with Maria Perez, the Cause Marketing Consultant, and we're talking about all things related to sponsorship uh, in the uh, Cause Marketing world. Uh, and, boy, I, I – the chamber itself, Maria, we've had the the privilege of being sponsored by many organizations with the events and things that we've uh, put on throughout the years. And one of the, the things that we feel – how we feel the most fulfilled is when we hear about the great result that we produced as a result of – having a person come and sponsor at Businesses with Heart, by the way, which is our event that's uh, coming up on the 14th, I'll, September the 14th. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, but the for us, when we hear about a business that succeeded as a direct result of participating in an event that we put on, or that we created some great partnership that ended up leading to success, uh, we embrace that. And um, it. Is there a way to to teach that to the nonprofits? Uh, and, and we also express a lot of gratitude, <laughs> by the way. That's also a really big part of our platform. But um,
1: Yeah, I actually run, I, I run a workshop for nonprofits and for-profits called uh, 365 Sponsorship Experience. We have a, a, a 101 version and an advanced version for, because people, people crawl down the how hole and they forget how to do it. Or they chase their tail because it, it overwhelms them. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of doing an analysis of what programming do you have? What events do you have? What assets and properties do you have? And then identify who who is an, a, a good partner for this. I mean, we just had a guest on our previous show, uh, Camilla Duran, the publisher of Red Rock Kitty Lifestyle. Uh, and, and she talked about that very thing. Um, so, so yeah, it's just being able to deliver on value and promise. Um, and and yes, it can be taught. It's it's really just looking at what assets and properties you have, uh, and then uh, how to join forces.
0: And on the for-profit side, Maria, how do you manage or or teach the for-profit businesses how to manage their expectations? How. How do you measure the expect? You know what I mean. Measure the result that's mm-hmm. being delivered yeah. through the relationship you with bet. the nonprofit.
1: So, so, so I have this conversation all the time, uh, and you know this as a PR professional. There's something called media monitoring. You need metrics, it, and if you if you have the means and the financial uh, wherewithal to set some budget aside to measure your impact, then you can report it on it. And that's a benchmark for year two. So I'll never forget, I had an event with a nonprofit here in town. And fortunately, the CEO was gracious enough to hire a PR firm to measure the impact of this particular activation at a a very highly trafficked uh, mall here in town. And the PR firm also did earned media. And in year one, we got $0. But in year two, we were able to say that if you are a sponsor of this event, you could receive 148 million impressions. Now, that's very powerful to a brand or a service or, or or a company. And sure enough, people took out their checkbook and they sponsored the nonprofit exhibit. It was an exhibit. There was no activation, not, you know, not a lot of interaction. But because the nonprofit had the savvy to measure what they could deliver, and in the subsequent years, people supported it.
0: Yeah, that really broadens the scope of this, Maria, is is for people to understand that measuring success can be different. As I had mentioned before, we've had sponsors at events that we've done who've Directly gotten sales uh, as being a part of because they were a part of an event that we hosted, or they made a great partnership. But it doesn't always work out like that. When you were speaking about metrics, yes, me on the PR side, uh, you cannot underestimate the importance of things such as impressions uh, and if being you seen. Call
1: it sponsorship. If you call it sponsorship, you should be able to deliver on. You should be able to fulfill on promise. Um, you have to deliver on promise. Otherwise, technically, you owe the money. Otherwise, just take the money and say thank you for your donation.
0: Right, which is, of course, as you had mentioned before, completely different than sponsorship, right? I mean, donations have their space. They have their place, obviously, in the nonprofit world. um, But sponsorship is a completely different animal altogether.
1: Yeah, you have to deliver on value and you have to deliver on audience because... I could go buy the billboard. So, therefore, what I'm trying to explain is, you have to deliver the audience you say you're going to have in the room, and then you have to give them a better price. Otherwise, they don't need you. Why would they partner with you?
0: And I know you've done extensive work with nonprofits uh, throughout the years, Maria. Will you share a successful sponsorship campaign? that really stood out from the others or maybe a couple of them. And I mean, I'm sure you have plenty of stories uh, that you could share about how sponsorship has worked out exceedingly well. I know you've again, you've already done this in yeah, the show today. I
1: have, I, I have one of my favorite stories. So years ago I was at I was representing the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Uh, and they their job was to reach at-risk young males, 18 to 34, that were killing people. And they were killing people because they were driving without seatbelts, or they were drinking and driving, or driving recklessly. And now we have texting and driving. Um, and NASCAR told them, oh, sure, you you know, we can build awareness for your campaign, but that will be many millions of dollars. And they said, no, thank you. And uh, I took them car racing and... Um, now you have to consider that the audience at the time, that's in the heyday. There were, you know, hundreds and thousands of fans and that's where those at risk young men were. And so one day I was walking past the Ford motorhome and they had these beautiful collectible posters. Ford has, you know, very big firm, very big company. Um, these beautiful posters. I mean, they must be four or five dollars each, but I noticed they were blank on the back. I'm like, hmm. Ooh, that's real estate. <laughs> and I basically said to the guy uh, that ran the motorhome, Hey, Sam, his name is Sam Scott. He said, Hey, Sam, could I have that? <laughs> needless, to, needless to say, uh, NCPC, which is the uh, National Crime Prevention Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, we put all kinds of uh, traffic safety messages on the back, like how to put your kid in a child's safety seat and Wear your seatbelt. Don't drink and drive. And six million posters later, the message got out there. So that's one of my one of my favorite uh, campaign success stories. Um, <laughs> and that was a sponsorship because those posters. And and, and why that was a sponsorship is that we got, we had the audience. We got the audience exposure that they needed. And those posters at that amount of money per unit. No one could have ever afforded that if, except for someone like the Ford Motor Company so everybody won.
0: yeah, that's the creativity when you're working with someone who is in the marketing world and you um you you you're thinking in a different <laughs> everything counts right maria i mean when
1: you're well, but when you're a marketer here's the one here's the one rub. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is a government agency, and they regulate the automotive industry. And the only way this partnership happened is that there was a nonprofit intermediary, or it couldn't have happened. You can't sit next to the people you regulate. It's kind of a little bit – it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? It could be misconstrued. So, again, these partnerships are about seeing how everybody can dovetail and work together uh, to achieve the desired outcomes.
0: Yeah. Speaking of uh, opportunities to uh, participate in things in the cause marketing world, we're going to be hosting Businesses with Heart, uh, the expo. It's going to be on September the 14th from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at The Space. This is an event that we started hosting back in 2015 at the College of Southern Nevada. And we had no idea at that time that Years later that we would be continuing uh, to present this event. It is a community-oriented business and nonprofit event. Uh, there's lots of opportunities to meet people who are in business. We have a featured nonprofit organization, by the way, that is called Room Redux. And Room Redux does amazing things in the rooms of children who are abused. Uh, for a lot of children, they're still living in the home where they received – Abuse and what Room Redux does is they go into the rooms and completely refurbish them, replace beds and paint and do so many things to create a different dynamic within the room of of the abused child. So a wonderful nonprofit organization proceeds from this event. Uh, We'll be going to that nonprofit. Uh, Great food. You're going to meet wonderful do-gooder people in the business community. Uh, And so uh, for more information about that, we can be reached at uh, causemarketingchamber.com if you'd be interested in attending. Uh, Of course, there will be people there who will be sponsoring us. And if you are interested in that, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. Join us for Businesses with Heart, uh, the 10th edition. It will be on September the 14th from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at The Space. For those of you who might have been to uh, After Dark, which is a, a great – Monday's Dark, excuse me. That's uh, a great event that the space hosts on a regular basis. They're doing wonderful things in the nonprofit world, and we're looking forward to hosting our first event there. And I've been speaking with Maria Perez, the Cause marketing consultant, about things related uh, to sponsorship and how uh, to really understand the the impact. Of these these partnerships, Maria, and how the good work that you want to do as a nonprofit is directly sometimes um, connected with these relationships that you create with businesses, and when we created this chamber itself, it really was all about uh, these marriages <laughs> marriages of sorts uh, that you talk about here and and them just working well for both sides
1: yeah I mean the, all of those uh, funding strategies are completely legitimate and should be in your bag of tricks. Uh, but again, uh, I, I, I think that nonprofits care, they're, they have a desire to grow uh, and, and serve more people. And certainly sponsorship uh, it, it is an opportunity to do that.
0: Yes, and uh, boy, you've got organizations out there that just exemplify, and we've had several of them, as you had um, you had mentioned earlier, Maria, that have been guests on this show, and they just exemplify what a great sponsor is in terms of you can just feel the heart in the work, right, Maria? I mean, uh, just us interviewing them, um, Stephen Hamili who was excellent guest that we had a couple of weeks ago. Very, very knowledgeable man who's a, a part of a great uh, a business, solar-oriented business here in town. Um, I could see that guy being an excellent sponsor just because when you listen to the way that he talks about wanting to give back to his community, you can feel how genuine he, he is. Right? There's I nothing mean,
1: disingenuous what a, about, that, about that organization. Everything, they, it's built into the DNA of their company, um everything they do um exudes uh and, and um amplifies uh and not to, not for bragging rights but just being genuine that that they feel that this is their i believe his words exact words were living a life of gratitude and uh they walk the walk and talk the talk the, the name of the firm is Soul up they're wonderful people
0: Yes, and when you exude that, and that's why um, I know for me, Maria. Even before I really got into the cause marketing world, and I was just working with clients uh, on the PR side, recommending that that they partner up with nonprofit organizations. One of the things that I always coach them to do is make sure that you connect with a nonprofit that you truly believe in. Do some research. Take the time to see. Why this partnership will work well for your business because it truly – you exude it. Never underestimate the power of the energy that you project um, in being in support of a nonprofit organization. And it has a direct impact, uh, as you uh, had talked about, Maria, on you being seen as um, the company that truly believes in this and, um, and, and people will see it. They may not tell you directly but they know. They know better, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you have to you in this day and age, uh you can't just purport to support a nonprofit. It doesn't it, this generation doesn't accept that. You you have to you have to do the work. And and you have to be uh you have to be able to um to prove it.
0: Yeah, do good for the right reasons. And again, I can share my own personal testimonies. I could take up a whole show about experiences in my own business um, that uh, how how becoming a part of this world has been unbelievably um, fulfilling and helpful on my for profit business. So I mean, maybe one of these days, I'll share some of my own testimonials. I don't really get into that a lot, because I'm the representative of this organization. And of course, we've got Maria here who really, really, really engages in this work. But I can truly tell you um, that being someone who's seen as Doing good in your community absolutely will improve your bottom line, but always, always be genuine in your approach. And uh, Maria, the Cause Marketing Consultant, of course, once again, great information that you had for the audience. How can you be reached? Do uh, you have a website that you can be reached at for more information?
1: Yeah, if you if you uh, care to discuss Cause Marketing Strategy with me, Cause Coach Maria, you can reach me at Maria at CauseMarketingConsultant.com.
0: Yes, boy, it's always good when you have a guide, someone to hold your hand as you're learning when you're in territory that you're not familiar with. And uh, just, Maria, I just, again, always appreciate how you are holding people's hands, literally as my co-host of this this show, um, sharing information that is so valuable for them as they get out into this cause marketing world. There's so much good to be done out there, and uh, you're an excellent facilitator of this good.
1: Well, thank you, guys.
0: All right. And again, we always appreciate you for tuning into the Business of Giving podcast Uh, for more information about the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. We can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com, also on our social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and as well as I've been mentioning the last couple of podcasts, we have a new YouTube channel for the Business of Giving podcast. Uh, More information about that uh, vehicle uh, coming up soon. And So for all of those of you out there who like to do good, continue to do so. Give and do business for good. See you on the next show. on my shoulder. shoulder. As I'm getting older, y'all people get older. older. Most of us only care about money.